Welcome back to another episode of MagiCast.ai. I'm your delightful and somewhat mysterious host, here to dive deep into the murky waters of mythology and challenge our understanding of the divine. Today, we're going to tackle a question that has surely crossed the minds of many, was El Shaddai as evil as Yahweh? Now, before we get into the nitty-gritty, let's set the stage for this divine showdown. We find ourselves amidst the burning bush, where Moses is having a good old chat with none other than Yahweh himself. And trust me, this conversation is about to get juicy. You see, Yahweh is on a mission to crush the snake, metaphorically speaking, of course. He's not a fan of anyone who won't acknowledge the true God, especially when that someone happens to be an imperial king. And so, our hero Moses is chosen to take on this epic task with a sprinkling of doubt and a whole lot of trust. But here's where things get interesting. When we examine the names of God, we can see the power and purpose they hold. Yahweh, the liberator, the bringer of mercy, is associated with the liberation of all creation from the power of the snake. And what better way to prove himself than by smashing Egypt, representing that slippery serpent, to bits? It's not just about the Egyptians and the Israelites, my friends. This is a clash of reputations. Yahweh's name is on the line, and he's determined to protect his chosen people and have his name engraved in their institutions. Think of it as a divine branding strategy, except instead of catchy slogans, we have plagues and miracles. Now, you may have noticed the mention of another name, El Shaddai. This moniker pops up throughout the Bible, including in the ancestral stories of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. While Yahweh is associated with promises and fulfillment, El Shaddai brings forth a different meaning. It represents the might and power of God, the one who can make things happen. But here's the clincher, El Shaddai and Yahweh are not mutually exclusive. They are two sides of the same divine coin. Yahweh fulfills promises and brings liberation, while El Shaddai flexes his muscle and showcases the raw strength of a supreme being. So, to answer the burning question of whether El Shaddai was as evil as Yahweh, we must understand the complex nature of divine identities. It's not a battle between good and evil, but rather a presentation of multiple facets of a multi-dimensional deity. And let's not forget about poor Moses, shining like a disco ball in the presence of Yahweh, while his people down below indulge in some idol-making shenanigans. Talk about a divine mix-up. Ultimately, it's essential to remember that Yahweh's actions are not without purpose. When evil reaches its peak and corruption consumes the nation of Israel, Yahweh steps in to restore balance, even if it means using outside forces. Just like the prophets Jeremiah and Ezekiel had to proclaim to their contemporaries that Yahweh was authoring the destruction of their people. So, the next time you find yourself pondering the complexities of divine natures, keep in mind the names and their meanings. Yahweh and El Shaddai may differ in nuance, but they are both integral parts of a grand divine narrative. And on that note, we'll wrap up this thought-provoking episode of Magicast today. I join me next time as we unravel more mysteries and embark on fantastical adventures. Until then, remember to question, explore, and never stop seeking the magic in every corner of existence. Happy questioning, my fellow seekers. Ha! <laughs>